0: I can hear the buzz, everyone is like excited. There's welcome. a lot of activity over yes, here. I'm not really sure on. why, what's going on. You'll see it. So, welcome to Celebration Sunday. And I'm Marty, and this is Stacy. Hi, welcome,
1: welcome. And we are very
0: glad that you made it out here today. And the weather is very blustery. So, congratulations to those of you who made it inside today. I'm assuming there's no one on the patio, but, you know, they're dedicated, so maybe they are. <laughs> those of you who normally sit in the balcony, you're like, what? No balcony? <laughs> well, it's okay. Um, So here's the deal. The Holy Spirit isn't combined or confined to these four walls or these walls in the sanctuary. He's literally everywhere. So those of you watching online, we've, we've been praying that you are blessed as well. And for everyone in here, we just pray that you just have a real sense as we celebrate so much this morning that the Holy Spirit is here with you.
1: And we may have power outage. And if that happens, then um, they have a contingent plan, plan. which is why the balcony's closed. They thought it might be a little bit harder getting down if uh, it did close. So I know the weather outside is blustery, but inside the Holy Spirit is moving and going to be moving in a mighty way. You can see the kids coming up for the um, uh, child dedication. So they are getting ready for that. Um, We are also doing the baptism today. And so, like I said, I can see the spirit already moving. If you're feeling that movement of, hey... I, I think God's nudging me right now. Um, Listen Joanna it. is right here, and she's going to be over there with towels, and they have T-shirts, and they have everything. I moved out of my bubble, sorry. Um, they have everything that you need over there for baptism. So if they you feel the nudging, excuses, just kind so no of
0: excuses sneak morning.
1: over there. If at any point you feel um, God nudging you, that, yeah, today might be the day for me. So um, we are praying that you're feeling that nudging, and... And um like I said, Joanna and they and Carrie will be over there. So just look for them.
0: So as you can see, we're starting off with our celebration first <laughs> with dedications. So let's go. <laughs>
2: Well it's so exciting I mean yes it's kind of nasty outside but in here we get to celebrate uh, our children and our families and we're just we're really excited that we have so many families that have chosen to dedicate their children today and as a reminder we always like to talk about like what does this actually mean and this is not only good for the parents and and uh, and people who are dedicating but also just for all of us as the body of Christ to understand dedication is this beautiful kind of ceremony that we do that really really is about the parents' affirmation of their faith and their commitment to their children to raise them to know and to love God. And so parents, today, as you make this commitment, you're committing to teach your children to know and to love God and to model that. And I don't want to, I don't want to overwhelm you because parenting is hard enough as it is, right? But what I do want to share with you is that the weight the weight of raising your kids to know and love God, you should just kind of hold that for a second. Because when we look at our children, I remember when Dana and I had each of our kids and I brought them home and I would hold them in my arms and I would begin to think, who are they gonna be? What are the challenges that they're gonna face? What are the moments of celebration that we're going to get to have with them? and i would just sense that weight and so i think it's good for us to hold that weight because when you think about your kids you're going to think about their education and you're going to think about their gifts and talents and you're going to think about all the things that go into parenting but first and foremost when you think about your kids i want you to think how am i going to disciple my child how am i going to raise them to know and to love god And that begins, discipleship for your children begins with you modeling Jesus to them. And so your ability to disciple them, your ability to encourage them, your ability to pour into them and to shape them further into the image of Jesus will only happen as you commit to following Jesus yourself. You'll commit to teaching them. In fact, in Deuteronomy chapter 6, we're reminded that uh, God commanded the Israelites, not the church, the church has a responsibility as well, but God commanded families to talk about the laws of God as they walked along the road, to bind them on their wrists, to put them on their doorposts, to remind them that they are a unique and distinct people. And so my prayer for you is that your kids would be raised in such a way that they would never not know themselves as anything other than Christian, as a follower of Jesus. Because they were just raised in a family that that's just who we are and that's the expression of our particular family. The second thing that you're gonna do as a parent is you're gonna activate faith. You get to have what I call I see in you conversations. You get to see things in your children and you get to call those things out of them, things that God has placed there, gifts and graces that God has put there and you get to call those out before they even recognize them themselves. You also get to recognize that there are strengths and there are weaknesses. In fact, one of the things that I have found as a parent is that when I see my own weaknesses in my children, it's what frustrates me the most. And so not only will you celebrate and encourage your strengths, but you'll teach them how to be aware of their weaknesses and the temptations that they have. And again, teach them to walk in the Lord. And last but not least, You will learn to trust God because there will be moments when they're toddlers and some of you are there right now where you're like, will this child ever listen to me? And there will be moments when they're middle schoolers and you're like, will this child ever listen to me? And there will be moments when they're high schoolers and young adults and even later on when they're adulting. And you'll have to remember that I entrusted them to the Lord. And even sometimes when I feel like my voice isn't the strongest in their life, I pray that they would hear his voice and they would never wander too far from his voice. And then I also want to remind you that I want you to trust in the body of Christ, that you're not in this alone, that we are here with you, that we celebrate not only with you today, but we commit to you to love your children, to create safe space for your children, to encourage their gifts and graces, and to truly help them grow and to know Jesus in a deeper and richer way. So, with those things in mind, will you that are dedicating your children here today, will you commit to helping your children become fully alive in Jesus? If so, respond. We will. We will. And then, uh, Church New Life. Again, as you heard me just say, there will be a moment when these parents, their voice will not be the strongest in their children's lives and you will be their uh, kids' church leader. You will be their student ministry leader. You will be a greeter. You will be ministering alongside of them and you will be forming a relationship with them. And you will have the opportunity to say the same thing and encourage these children like their parents would be, but because it's coming from a different source, they will hear you with greater grace, in greater intensity and greater encouragement than that maybe they even hear their parents so new life will you commit yourself as the body of Christ to support and encourage these parents as they endeavor to fulfill their responsibilities to their children will you take on the active responsibility to create a community and environment where these children will grow to be fully alive in Jesus if so and they need to hear this cuz this is a parenting is hard so say we will with a robust we will one two three that's good right <laughs> that's good so we're going to dedicate these children Joanna Pastor Joanna's going to um, introduce them and then I'm going to pray for each, for each of these children yeah.
3: so this is the Soria family we have Parker right here and Dylan
2: Parker and Dylan, and, Dylan. and we're we're dedicating them separ- them separately yes perfect yes
3: thank Parker, you. Are you ready
2: will you come here Awesome. So good. I love your bow. Oh, your bow is beautiful. All right. Let's pray for Parker. Heavenly Father. Oh, forgive me. Do we have any family, family friends here? Yeah. Can we have that family and friends stand up? Yeah. All right. Or you can just tape. You're fine. You're fine. If you want to just tape, you're good. All right. Let's dedicate Parker this morning. Gracious Heavenly Father, we dedicate Parker in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God, we thank you for her life and we ask God that at a young age she would come to know you as her Lord and Savior, that she would receive your gift of forgiveness and that she would choose to follow you all the days of her life, that she would be filled with your spirit and that God, she would use the gifts and graces that you have given her to make a difference in this world. God, we just ask your blessing and favor would follow her all her days and we ask these things in Jesus' powerful and mighty name. Amen. Awesome. And Dylan? Come here, Dylan.
4: Yeah, what's up, dude?
2: Yeah, that's your fam. Yes, you didn't know, but all these people—they're your family. Let's dedicate Dylan this morning. Gracious, Heavenly Father, we dedicate Dylan in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God, we ask that at a very young age he would come to know you and receive your gift of forgiveness. We pray, God, and we thank you for his life, and we know, God, that you have plans and purposes for him. We ask God that. He would reveal those plans and purposes and that your Holy Spirit would activate his giftedness that you have given him and that he would make an impact in this world for you and give you all the glory. And that God, your favor and your blessing would follow him all the days of his life. We ask these things in Jesus' mighty and powerful name. Amen.
5: Awesome. Yes. Good job, Tim. Yeah, be great. Yeah.
3: Yeah come on up this is the fortner family and they are dedicating baby kyler today all right and they have big brother
2: all right oh yeah you're up there kyler yes 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 all right we'll pray for baby kyler all right gracious heavenly father we dedicate kyler in the name of the father son and holy spirit god we are thankful for his life God, we ask that you would continue to help him to grow to know and to love you, that he would receive your gift of forgiveness at an early age. That God, God, you would reveal to him the gifts and graces that you have placed within him and that you would activate those with the Holy Spirit, that he would make an impact and glorify you in all things, God, and that your blessing and favor would follow him all the days of his life. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
4: Be yes. comfortable. Our, our friends, our
2: neighbors. <laughs> are. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, friends friends, and neighbors, are you here? Where, where are you at? All right. Yeah, yeah we, got, we got some waving and some... We have a lot of videoing okay. going on today. That's, that's good. That's good. That's good.
3: Thank awesome. Thank you. Yeah. And now we have the hail family. I'm going to come over here. We have little cuties, Mia and Maya. Mia and Maya.
2: Are we going to dedicate them together or separately? Do, together. Do, together. Do together. So Mia and Maya. Do you want to come up here? Yeah, awesome. Here I'm, gonna, here, I'm gonna stand kind of behind so you can get better pictures than just... Yep, there we go. All right. And this is Mia?
0: Yes.
2: Mia, we dedicate you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Maya, we dedicate you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Gracious Heavenly Father, lift up Mia and Maya. God, you have created them and you know them. God, I pray that they would come to know you at an early age and that they would receive your gift of forgiveness. You have plans and purposes for them, God. I pray that you would reveal to them the gifts and graces that you have placed in them. And that they would live their lives to glorify you and have an impact in this world for your glory. I pray, God, that your blessing and favor would follow them all the days of their life. And we ask all these things in Jesus' mighty and powerful name.
3: Amen. We have big brother here, too, this morning.
2: And awesome. So. You guys want to stand up for just a moment? and say, there we go. Good. Sweet. Awesome. Perfect. Hi, okay.
3: and we have the, good morning. We have the Hassler family. Okay. And they are going to be dedicated together. Okay. We have Mira and Marsha. So baby Mira and Marsha.
2: Okay. So Mira and Marsha. Will Mira come to me?
3: Maybe? Hey,
2: come here. All right. Oh, that's fine. All right. Marsha, you want to come here? Here. Let's get down here. You can be by sis. All right. Yeah, you like that microphone too, don't you? All right. Gracious Heavenly Father, we dedicate in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Mira and Marsha. God, we ask that they would come to know you at an early age, that they would receive your gift of forgiveness. That God, they would learn to walk with you and you would reveal the gifts and graces and plans and purposes that you have placed there. That God, they would live their lives and give you glory in all things and that your blessing and favor would follow them all the days of your life. We ask all these things in Jesus' mighty and powerful name.
3: Amen. What we to yes,
5: so good, so good.
3: And we have the Rodriguez family, right. and they are dedicating Guy today.
2: Guy, yeah. You want to come up here, Guy? Come here. Oh, nice boots. Your boots are nicer than mine. I like those. Yes. These are cowboy boots. They are cowboy boots. They're awesome. And you have a truck, too. Yeah, All right. It's a fire engine. Fire engine. I love it. I love it. Can I dedicate you this morning? Is that okay? All right. God, I dedicate you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God, I thank you for God and his life. I pray, God, that he would receive your gift of forgiveness at an early age, that he learned to walk in your ways and he would trust you, that, God, your Holy Spirit would reveal to him the gifts and graces that you have placed there and that he would use those gifts and graces to not only follow you but to glorify you and to impact this world for your glory. I pray, God... That your blessing and your favor would follow him all the days of his life. And we ask all these things in Jesus' mighty and powerful name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
3: Awesome. And I think they have friends and family. Friends and family. I today. always
2: forget this part. I apologize. Yes. yes. And where are your friends? Are they here somewhere? Right there. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> Very cool.
3: And hey. we hey. have hey. the Roy family. Right. And we have hey. Hannah, and she is ready. Hi, to
2: everybody. Hi. You want hey. to hey. say hi? Yes.
6: Yeah.
2: So usually when I see Hannah, she's uh, um, she's with my dog because you know she comes over and she hangs with with Bentley. Yeah, yes you do. All right. Let's pray for Hannah. I dedicate Hannah in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Gracious Heavenly Father, I lift up Hannah to you, God. I thank you for her life, God. I ask that you would. Reveal your gift of forgiveness to her and that she would receive that gift of forgiveness at an early age. That God, she would learn to trust in you and walk with you and that God, your Holy Spirit would reveal to her the gifts and graces that you have placed there and the plans and purposes that you have for her. God, I pray that as she grows in you, that she would use those gifts and graces for your glory and to have an impact in this world and that your blessing and your favor would follow her all the days of her life. We ask all these things in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Amen.
3: Amen. Good job. Good yeah, job, good Hannah. Job. And here hey, hey. we have the Cook family. And we have Wesley, Daphne, and Jolie. And you're going to dedicate Wesley, them all Daphne, together. And Jolie,
2: all right. Yeah, you guys want to just cut the whole family can just come over? Yeah. Yeah, just come on over. There you go. All right. All right. We dedicate Wesley, Daphne, and Jolie in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And God, we thank you for these incredible kids. And God, we know that you love them and we just ask that you would reveal your gift of forgiveness to them and they would receive that gift of forgiveness. They would follow you. That your Holy Spirit would reveal the gifts and graces that you have in their life and the plans and purposes that you have for them. That Lord, they would follow those plans and purposes and to give you glory and honor and impact this world for you, God we pray, God, that blessing and favor would follow them all the days of their life. And we ask all these things in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. And all God's people said, amen. 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 Congratulations. Congratulations. Yes. 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 All right. Very cool. Well, as our families take, um, as our families uh, leave the platform this morning, would you just turn to somebody? Uh, next to you, uh, would you stand and turn to somebody next to you and say, are you ready to worship? Because we're going to spend some time worshiping this morning.
4: Thank you. Okay, that
2: was so I am ready. I am ready.
7: Thank you guys so much.
2: Congratulations, y'all. Yes.
4: Yes. Thank you I love it. Okay, that was
3: They're
2: freaking out or like
1: she just to dance <laughs> she
7: Sing really mean those words this morning. Thank you, Lord, that you dwelt among us and that you showed us how to live and how to be your disciples. Lord, we just thank you that this Celebration Sunday, God, we have the opportunity to remember our baptism. We remember what it means to walk in your ways, Lord. And we just ask, Holy Spirit, we invite you right now to speak to our hearts, Lord, to continue to Help us to fall in love with you, Lord. God, we just, wanna, we just wanna dwell with you. We just wanna be with you. And I think it's a really beautiful reminder to have the cross on the platform with us, Lord. And so as we gaze upon that cross during our time in worship, Lord, help us to remember what it cost you, Lord, to prepare a place for us. Lord Jesus, help us to look upon the eyes of Jesus this morning as we close our own eyes, to see the face of love, to see the face of mercy, to see the face of friendship. There truly is no other like our King. And so God, we bring you blessing and honor and we just declare power, Lord. We know that your name is power. We know that your name brings life, amen, church. Thank you, Lord, for who you are. Thank you, Lord, for who you are. Let's just sing a praise offering to Jesus one more time. We bring blessing and honor. We bring blessing and honor. We bring glory and power. There is. There is no other. Blessing and honor.
4: Oh, blessing and honor.
7: dwell with you this morning. So God, we just pray for an extra pouring out of your Holy Spirit this morning. God, that we would be hands and feet of the Lord Jesus, that we would be love to one another, and then in all things, Lord, we would rejoice and not fear because our God is with us and on our side. So God, we just give you our plans this morning, Lord. Make them better than anything we could ever hope for or dream up or imagine. Thank you, Jesus. It's in your name we pray. Amen. You may be seeing.
8: We're going to continue in our time of worship giving back to the Lord. So, I'd like to invite our ushers forward to receive our offering. Um, this is another way that we give back to the Lord. Tell him that he has first place in our heart. And I wanted to give you a little bit of an update on how your generosity has been impacting our community. Um, our pantry, if you're not familiar with our pantry, we serve families um, in our community each and every week, three times a week with fresh produce, good food. And um, this week, we we served a hundred more families than we were serving this time last year that so we served a uh 250 families which if you look around in the auditorium if you're in here um, that is more than can fit in this auditorium right now so over a thousand people were served through our family, uh, through our pantry just this week and so uh, while we like lament and grieve that there's so many people in our community that are experiencing food insecurity um, we rejoice in the fact that God chose us and chooses to partner with us to bring hope um, to our community so So as you can imagine, our pantry shelves are pretty bare after serving that many people this week. So if you're grocery shopping this week, we would love for you just to add a few more things. Pretty much anything we could use. Um, The staples are usually pancake mix, uh, soups, uh, canned meats, things like that. So um, we would love for you just to help um, make sure that we can serve just as many families this week. And also, when you give here at New Life, um, that, that money, that that donation that you give to us also helps cover the gap for when we do have our shelves empty and we haven't had donations and we serve that many more people. So thank you so much to those of you who give and give regularly here at New Life. It truly is being a blessing to our community. And another way that we come alongside families um, as different as life just happens is support groups. We have a lot of support groups that meet regularly. Right now there are two that are starting up for a, a certain season, so our divorce care and our grief share are starting up in the next couple weeks, so if you have lost, uh, you're grieving the loss of a loved one or the loss of a relationship, we would just love to come alongside you, provide some community, some prayer, some support through through these challenging times. So um, check your bulletin for more information information on that. Also coming up um, a week from yesterday is our Galentine's Day brunch. And spots are almost full, so if you haven't signed up, we would love for you to sign up. It's gonna be a great time just getting together with other women of New Life, um, where you have a guest speaker coming in. There's gonna be prizes, maybe some games, and always a delicious brunch. So we would love to invite you to come out. If you've never connected with New Life, if you're a woman here and you've never connected, this is a great time to just come. You get to sit at a table with some other ladies, meet some friends, maybe get a little bit more connected and also coming up in two weeks or a week and a half, I guess now it's crazy um, is our Ash Wednesday service. So um, at new life, we follow along with some of the with the Christian calendar, and so Lent begins on Valentine's Day this year, which is kind of random. But um, Lent begins on Valentine's Day, February 14th, and so we are going to have a an Ash Wednesday service, just a time of reflection and prayer as we enter into the season of Lent and prepare our hearts for the ways that God is going to shape us and mold us during that time. And speaking of being shaped and molded, we have something else to celebrate today besides baptisms and child dedications. We had Crash Course, which is um, sort of like our membership class here at New Life. We had it a couple weeks ago. And we had a great group come through all different ages and um, all different people were there. It was a really fun group. Um, Lots of questions got asked. And um, so we had people go through Crash Course, and there was a handful of them that chose to become members at the end of that. And I think we have a slide with all of their names. Um, So those are our brand new family members. Yeah, something to celebrate. Because anytime you enter into what what this membership is, it's not like you get special benefits and like, you know, 10% off or something like that. It's not that type of membership here. But it is entering into a covenant relationship, similar to what our child dedications did, where we entered into this sort of covenant relationship. I support you, you support me, we're here in this family. This is just sort of, membership is like a a formal way of doing that. It's entering into a covenant relationship with with the church family, that you come alongside us, we come alongside you, and we act like. Like a family. So anytime people take a step in faith, whether it's through baptism, child dedication, or new membership, we know that sometimes the enemy likes to come in and attack and starts to um, maybe speak some lies into, into your, our, our psyches. And so we just want to take a time just to pray for our new members. So if maybe if you um, look at the slide and maybe just pick one name out and sort of try to remember that this week. So if during your prayer time this week you might just remember that one name and pray for them by name this week, that would be amazing Um, but right now let's close our eyes and just come before the lord father we um, place each one of these individuals at your feet we thank you that you have moved in their life in such a way that they have wanted to become a part of this family we thank you that you had the idea of family that you weren't content to just sit on your throne lofty and far away but that you are an intimate god that wants family We thank you that we are a part of that family. We thank you that you call us sons and daughters. And so we pray for each individual on this screen, God, would you come alongside them? Would you equip them? Would you encourage them? Would you show them your love more and more each day? And we pray for our church family. We pray that we would um, reflect you, that we would reflect the kind of family that you had in mind when you decided to make a family. We pray that um, through all of our shortcomings that you would fill in the gaps because we're not going to be perfect. And so we thank you that you do fill in those gaps. We love you, Jesus. We thank you for new life. We thank you for new commitments. And we thank you for always taking us deeper. We love you. We love you. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So when we come to these
2: moments of baptism, you know, one of the things that I think about is how often people have questions about what baptism actually is. And so I just want to take a couple of moments this morning before we invite those who are already uh, going to be baptized uh, to come forward, just to talk a little bit about what baptism is and and, and why we as followers of Jesus uh, choose to get baptized. And to be honest, uh, I, there's no really good way of saying this part of it, which is as I'm talking, if you sense the Holy Spirit speaking to you um, this morning, I just want to encourage you, it's okay to get up from your seat, and we've got um, uh, towels and, and, and clothes right over here. Um, you're going to get wet no matter what uh, this morning, um, whether you walk outside and get wet or whether you stay in here and get wet. So um, I just want to put that out there, that there might be somebody that as I'm speaking and as I'm sharing about baptism, you just might feel prompted. And one of the things I love that God has done in new life over the last really... really starting with uh, kind of 2020 and and some of the uniqueness of COVID and and not being able to gather together um, as easily, is we began to baptize people. They would call up New Life on just a regular basis and be like, hey, uh, you know, I received Christ as Lord and Savior. Hey, I've I've been following Jesus for years and I want to be baptized. And we would go over their home and whether it be in a hot tub or their pool or pouring over or any number of things, we would just baptize people because they said, you know what? I want... I want to respond to what Christ has done in my life. And as I was thinking about that, I began to think about, again, all the reasons why that maybe we aren't baptized, all the reasons why we're hesitant at times. I think for some people, you know, we grew up in various traditions, and we weren't quite sure what baptism was, or, or maybe we just kind of thought it wasn't necessarily for us. For some of us, we never were baptized when we were younger, and so here we now are at 40 or 50 or 60 or 80 years old, and we're like, hold on a second, I'm too old to be baptized. Can I tell you something? You're never too old to be baptized. We baptized somebody uh, about several months ago, um, actually right before his passing. And he, uh, he was 100 years old. And he came over to the church, and Joanne and some of our staff gathered around Ray and baptized him. You are never too old to be baptized. You're never too old to experience the grace of God and just experience what God has for you through the sacrament of baptism. Sometimes we think it's just really weird or odd, Right? And so we just look at it like, I mean, like, honestly, like, hey, hey, you know what? You receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. Hey, here's how we're going to do this. Do it, do, you know, you might ask, like, hey, do I sign a piece of paper? Do I, you know, how do I do this? No, 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 we're going to dunk you. That's how we do this. And it is weird and odd. And you know, if somebody's here today and they're just curious about Jesus and curious about Christianity, I know this is gonna be a little bit outside of your comfort zone, but there's a reason why we choose to baptize people. And there's a reason why I believe the Lord gave us this beautiful sacrament in order to symbolize what Jesus has done in us. Remember the very first time that I came uh, to, the, to the Central Coast, we went down to the water. And, and I had grown up not with the Pacific Ocean, but with the Gulf. And if you've ever been to Florida or ever been in the the Gulf side of the ocean, um, it's warm. Like, I'm talking like during the summer, 80 degrees warm bathwater, right? And so I had never experienced cold ocean. And I learned something really quick. You don't go in the Pacific in your swim trunks unless you're from out of town, right? And I was from out of town, so I didn't have a wetsuit or anything. And the way that, you know, you can like literally do this just about every single weekend. You go down and you watch people who have never been in the Pacific Ocean and you watch them get in. And as they get in, they take the temperature all the way, right? They, they start off with maybe their toe. and They're like, oh, no, 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 this is a no for me, right? Then they go maybe a little bit deeper, a little bit deeper. But it's like this slow progressive like, hey, let's get a little bit more calm comfortable and you always realize that if you've ever gotten in cold water there is a point of no return right like there is a point where you say you know what it is worse and it's harder to be like up to your knees or even up to your waist or even up to your chest at some point you have to go completely under in order for that kind of difficult feeling to be able to leave you and I thought I think that's how many of us live our lives with Christ. We live our lives with Christ in this way where we're really cautious with him. And what's interesting is when it comes to God's grace and his forgiveness, he is not cautious with us. He's not sitting there going, all right, I, I will give you my love and I will give you my grace and I will give you my forgiveness. I will, I will cleanse you of your sin if you, you know, if you do this for me, if you do that. He doesn't give us just a little bit. He's like, yeah, I can take care of these sins over here because they're pretty easy. But this one over here, this one's really hard. He's not cautious with his forgiveness. And he's not cautious with his grace. In fact, the word reminds us that he's extravagant with his love for us. And he's extravagant with his grace. And so as as extravagant as he is with his love and his grace and his mercy and his forgiveness for us, he invites us to receive that extravagance through the sacrament of baptism and experience that. Because there is something significant about going all the way under even in frigid cold water because what happens is the entirety of your body begins to adapt to the surroundings around you. Now, we know this to be true when it comes to the negative. We know that when we are surrounded by negativity and we are surrounded by sin, our tendency is to adapt to the things around us and to follow in the sinful ways of this world and follow in the brokenness of this world and to allow ourselves to kind of acclimate to our environment around us. But what God reminds us in the sacrament of baptism is that he also invites us to, to allow ourselves to be completely submerged in his love and his grace and his forgiveness and his mercy that it would touch every aspect of our lives and as it touches every aspect of our lives that we would experience him in his fullness that it's not something that just has to be gradual that it's something that he wants to lavish upon us but again I think that sometimes we're like "All right, God I know I've received your forgiveness but I'm just going to go slowly at this And I'm going to go a little bit deeper and I'm going to go a little bit deeper. Every now and then, when I'm down by our water, I see a kid and that kid has no idea how cold that Pacific ocean is. And they go tearing off into the water and they like, it's not pretty. It's not like they dive into the water. They literally hit the wave and they get upended and they're splashing and there's sand and there's water and there's limbs going everywhere, but they're completely submerged. I think God invites us to be a little bit more like that. To bring all of our mess and our weirdness and our brokenness And just run down to the water's edge and belly flop into the water and say, all right, God, I don't know what this is all going to look like. But God, would you just allow your grace and your mercy and your forgiveness and your love and your correction to just overwhelm me so that I might learn how to adapt my life. That my life would start to look more like your life and less like the world around me. Paul writes to the church of Rome and, and he kind of addresses this. In Romans chapter six, verse one, he says this. Well then, should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of his wonderful grace? And then he responds to his own rhetorical question. Of course not there was this thought pattern at times within you know, the church of Rome and within that first century church in general that, hey, you know what? I've experienced God's love. God's gonna forgive me and therefore I can just keep on sinning more and more. I can be like the world around me. I can kind of dip my toe. I can go up to my knees. I can go up to my waist. But there'll be part of my life always that somehow I will never surrender to God or God can't deal with or He, I'll just have to you know, kind of allow this to just exist. And when we think about where we've come from, it actually sounds like a pretty insane question. Like if God gives you the ability to be forgiven of your sin and to walk in victory over your sin, why would you ever return to it when you know the destruction and the hurt and the pain and the suffering that will happen? I think for some of us, it just feels normal. And so it's hard to give up. You know, grace meets us where we are. Grace meets us in our sin. But it doesn't tell us that everything is okay. Grace meets us in our sin, not to say they're there, it's okay, keep doing life just like you are. Grace meets us in our sin so that it might rescue us from our sin and our brokenness and our suffering that we might learn to trust in God. And here's the hope that Paul says. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it, right? Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? And I get it. It doesn't always feel like we're dead to sin because sometimes that temptation likes to rear its ugly head again and again and again and again. And And so he continues on he says, verse, verse three, or have you forgotten that, just that, that when we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we joined him in his death? For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. Since we have been united with him in his death, we, also, we will also be raised to life as he was. And so in a moment, folks will go down into this water and they will be baptized. In the Greek, it's baptizo. When we get our word baptism or, or baptize, it's a transliteration. We literally take the Greek word and we create the English version of that word out of the Greek word. It means to dunk or submerge. In fact, If you think about washing your dishes, my grandmother didn't have a dishwasher the entire time that I knew her. Um, We were her dishwashers. And she would fill that sink with water on one side and and soap and she would dunk those dishes in. They'd be completely submerged and then she'd wash them and she'd dunk them again and wash them. They were baptized in the Greek. And when you go down into the water And you are completely submerged in that water. You are baptized with God's forgiveness, with God's love, with God's grace, with his mercy. You are reminded that there's not an aspect of your life and not an aspect of your story that is not covered by his grace. There is no portion of you that is not covered. And so with that in mind, he invites us to live like there is no portion of us that is not covered. To live in victory. To walk and learn how to walk in step with the Spirit. When you go down into that water, you recognize that it is through only the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross that your sins have been forgiven. And the sinful person that you were, notice what I said, the sinful person that you were has been buried with Christ. And the new life that God has called you forth to has been raised from the grave just as Jesus was raised from the grave. So don't just dip your toe in. Don't just go to your knees. Don't go to mid-chest. Go all the way in. And if you allow yourself to go all in and receive the fullness of God's mercy and his grace and his forgiveness and his love, he will teach you how to walk in his ways. He will teach you how to live fully alive in him. I wanna pray for us. And then the worship team is gonna come and we're gonna invite those who are Um, going to be baptized to start making their way over to kind of my right, your left. Let's pray together. Gracious Heavenly Father, we come to you, God, and we just ask, Lord, that you would, that you would just be honored and glorified over the next few moments as we celebrate people coming from death to life. That God... It is through the sacrifice of Jesus that you have cleansed us of our sins and it's through the resurrection of Jesus that we get to live victorious and fully alive in you. And so God, may we allow your love, your mercy, your grace, your forgiveness to wash over us afresh and anew today. We ask all these things in Jesus' name, amen.
3: those of you getting baptized, let's go. You ready?
2: So as they, sorry, as, we'll get my microphone. As they get back on, just a couple of reminders, um, as they come up onto the platform, a couple of reminders. First of all, as they go down in the water, uh, man, we just, uh, and then they come back out. We just want to celebrate what God is doing. Um, and so, uh, man, just clap and celebrate and encourage them, recognizing that, man, this is a significant moment in their life. They're going to come and read their testimonies, and then they're going to, po- they're going to nail that testimony to the cross, symbolizing the, the transformation that's happened in their life.
3: Okay, so here at New Life, this is a party, right? When they come out of the water, we are going to cheer and support and if you could remember them during this week and pray for them and so i'm going to pass the microphone they are going to share their name and a little bit about why they are choosing baptism today
7: hello um my name is aaron um i wanted to speak from my heart but i would be up here for hours so i wrote <laughs> something down um i'm gonna have you read it if that's okay sure
3: sure I am being baptized for myself and my family. I've spent so long not following in Jesus' footsteps, and I'm finally ready to wash my scarlet sins as white as snow and follow in the footsteps of Jesus. I'm ready to be the best, most loving me I can be. When Pastor David said even he wasn't perfect, to help me give... It, sorry. Help me give me... oh. That's beautiful. It helped me give the courage in following the Lord I needed because I am nowhere close to perfect, but I would like to try to live the life according to the plan He has for me. Amen. But praise God. Amen. Amen. Woo. So you can just walk right to Pastor David. All right. All right. Yeah.
0: Hello, church. I'm Anywhere Christopher Cook. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, prepare something here. <laughs> there are so many reasons, right and wrong turns, that have brought me up here today. I've always had an excuse for not being baptized as an adult, not the right small group, making lots of mistakes, or not deservant of this. Now oh, I know I'm out of reasons. First Peter five, verse two to three: be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them, not because you must, but because you are willing. And God wants you to be, not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. Now that I am a father of three in my family, the time has come and is now for me to be this example as a leader of my family and the next step of faith and my walk with God. Amen. Amen.
8: Come on up. Okay. Ready? Yes. Hi, my name is Fernanda
1: and I'm getting baptized today mainly because I love God and I want my kids to look after me and follow the same
3: path. (laughs) Amen. Oh, hi. Um, Hi, Uh, I want to be baptized because I want God to lead me to be a better person and my name, which is Brielle, actually means God is my strength, and I want him to be that in my life.
0: I choose Jesus.
3: Amen. Okay, church, are you ready to celebrate?
2: Us, we just encourage you to stop by our Connection Central. We'd love to share with you a little bit more about what God is doing here at New Life and how you can get connected. If the Holy Spirit was stirring something in you this morning, We wanna invite you after the service, just take a breath, take a moment to pause before you run out. It's windy and nasty out there anyway. And we have an incredible prayer and ministry team that always is at the front of our service after every single service. They would love to share with you how you can follow Jesus. They'd love to share with you more about who Christ Christ can be in your life. As you go today, may you go as the people of God living fully alive in Him. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Amen and amen. Grace and peace to you. We'll see you next week.
5: you're not by my side and there won't be a day that you
4: Embrace me, captivate my soul again I want to see you fail